Fort Worth, Texas, is often known as the sister city to Dallas, but it has an Old West culture that is quite distinct. Join us at the table as we discuss the beauties of Cowtown. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. So I'm not really sure if anyone can relate out there, but I feel like oftentimes when I see Fort Worth, I see Fort Worth slash Dallas. Like they are lumped together all the time, right? And and partially that's because of the airport and yeah. American Airlines is headquartered there. Yeah. So that kind of causes that to be used a lot. Yeah. Right? But I think the conclusion I have drawn is that Fort Worth wants you to know that they are not Dallas. Right? I mean, and they are, they are not. so different. They could not be more different. I mean, Dallas is just like a truly modern city. Yes. And to me, Fort Worth is like stepping back into the past. Yes. And I really loved that you could get anywhere around Fort Worth in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And we rented a car yep. and easily found parking and moving around in the different places yeah it felt very small town but it was a like this crazy convergence of the old west like you said with like skyscrapers down the road and at this point it's the 12th largest city in the u.s that shocked me me too because it doesn't feel like not feel like that at all so they've done a really good job in making it feel like a small town if they're the 12th largest like good job to your planning committee absolutely well it was nicknamed cowtown yeah for its important role in the cattle industry. Now, Fort Worth was established in 1840, but after the Civil War, there were only 20 families that lived in Fort Worth. That's hard to believe. And cattle was all they had. Right. So this was before, and this is why, kind of that Chisholm Trail was established as a trail used after the Civil War to drive those cattle overland from ranches to in texas up to the kansas railheads yes so they could get those cattle up north yes so in 1896 the southwestern exposition and livestock show and rodeo began and that fun still continues now that's crazy yes so yeah this stockyard national historic district is really what took us to fort worth Mm -hmm. we'd never seen it but we'd heard of it and i was very enticed that there's herd that walks through the streets twice a day that's so fun really they do that yeah and i just wanted to also just say that um the names butch cassidy and the sundance kid those were once just names around town absolutely that seems so strange caused all kinds of ruckus around that those places well the old west does come alive here yeah and like you said Twice a day, you can see these gorgeous longhorns um, make their way through a portion of the main street for all to see. There used to be hundreds of them. Now they're doing 17 to represent the number of decades this tradition has gone on. Yes. So, and we learned all kinds of words that we'd never heard that just, I'm sure, roll off the tongue of anyone that's just been in this cowboy culture. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, when they would say, you know, things like a drover, okay, we're like, what's a drover? Okay, that's one who drives cattle or sheep. So, I mean, don't be surprised if there's even some vocabulary. We did a whole episode on cowboy culture, actually. Yeah, link to that so people can hear that one. But yeah, these creatures, these longhorns are amazing. They can weigh 1,400 to 2,500 pounds. And tip to tip on those horns can be from 6 to 10 feet long. And I think we saw one that was 9 feet, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, that's a sight to behold. It is. And I'm so glad we got there early because if you get there early enough before the daily walk through town, then you get to hear a little history. There's a, a somebody that comes up and tells the history and it's on, it, it's like um, piped through speakers all the way yeah. down the street. So you don't even have to be real close to the stage that the guy is giving this information from. And it's just fun and to walk around and see uh, the grooming and saddling of horses and all of that afterwards. It's just really cool. To Lots just... of fun photo opportunities. Yes. And yeah, we didn't have your son with us, but what a cool thing for kids. Yes. To get yes. to experience. Just, yeah, lots of interactive opportunities here. And that whole area where this is happening, um, there's a stockyard museum Yes. That you can attend that has lots of artifacts of interest from when those herds were much larger. Yes. So that's a, I would say, a must-see stop after you do this yes. cattle drive. And there's just tons of cute shops and restaurants and kind of on-theme hotels. Oh, my gosh. Down in that area. In, all the leather goods <sighs> that were just, like, used in the furniture yeah it was so manly it really so was manly. and you see so many like true cowboy yeah you know oh yeah looking people yeah around in this area which is just awesome just out on business lunches and yeah yeah it was very exciting but and, go ahead well also in that area we went into the shop i was gonna it, say speaking of leather goods I right mean, we knew we loved leather but I think it, our love went even deeper when we went into some of these places in Fort Worth and that smell of leather just hits you in the face. Well, you're talking about M.L. Letty's is yes. the store we went into where handmade boots and saddles have been made since 1922. They are on their fourth generation of bootmakers in the family, not bootleggers, bootmakers. <laughs> <laughs> And I just loved every moment in this place. Like you mentioned, the smell of leather that, you know, there's a the tailor that's ready to fit you with yes. a custom hat or belt. And just the quality of items is very know, apparent. It's just very unique. Yeah. 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 And yes, like you said, legit cowboys were in there. I felt like such an imposter. <laughs> well, and we were such the tourist. So much so that when I saw a very... Um, regal looking cowboy i was like larbeth try to get a picture she had her phone out so i'm like try to get a picture of this man because he's getting his boots shined because i mean that's just like you just don't see boots the getting epitome of maybe in the airport maybe but that doesn't seem like this at all yeah so larbeth captured a photo that we were later told by one of the employees knowing that we weren't going to know who that was that it was red steagall he clearly knew we didn't know who it was because we're just snapping photos. And even when he said the name, I didn't know who no. it was. But we found out later he's quite renowned in Fort Worth yeah. and in Texas in general. Well, we were 
parked by a bronze statue of him that we didn't even know. Y'all, we can't make this stuff up. It's what we like to call God winks, but... Um, he is attributed to being, like, the person that found Reba McIntyre, too. In yeah. A, in a music business sense. And he's a cowboy poet and western swing artist and just all the things cowboy. Yeah. So the whole historic district is very cool. We ate at um, Cattleman's Ranch. Is that yes, the place that we had the, steaks? Yep. That was delicious. And I do think this would be just such a fun trip for a family. Yeah. And if you happen to be there on a Sunday, there is oh, a yeah. free show at the um, steps of that um, area. The Stock the, Exchange is yes. what they call it. Yeah. Of the Cowtown Opry, which they are committed to preserving, promoting, and performing Western heritage and Western swing music. And um, anyway, we had a wonderful experience talking to the gal that started that, Devin Dawson. And they mentor youth trying to kind of keep all of this going and keep it alive. And they've even mentored the likes of Kristen Harris and Casey Musgrave. So that's crazy. Who knows who all is going to be coming out of that? And it's kind Mentorship. of a, it's kind of a different theme that they do each Sunday. Each Sunday, yeah. So I think you can even look up on the website to see kind what, of what the theme of that Sunday is going to be. If it's a fifth Sunday, which happens like four times a year, then it's I think more of a gospel oh, hour cool. that they do. Well, we didn't get to see that. No, we didn't. Um, or attend a cowboy church, which we were invited to. But that was part of our cowboy culture episode too. If you don't know what cowboy church is, we did a whole thing on that. Yeah. We got schooled in that. We've seen, we have cowboy churches around. Even here in Columbia, they have one. Yeah. But we just didn't know anything about it. All the details. Well, in addition to having a steak at the Cattleman's Steakhouse, we um, had some other good food Food. in Fort Worth. You got to mention Joe T's. Anybody you ask where to eat in Fort Worth, this is what they're going to tell you. If they're real local, they'll just say Joe T's. But what they mean is Joe T. Garcia's. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. One of the things that we've mentioned on the show before is the food of a place shares so much about the culture there. And that was for sure the case here. So it's Tex-Mex. <laughs> Again, did an episode on that. So you can we can link, link to, to that. that too. But yeah, it started out in 1935 as just 16 seats. Wow. And now it seats over a thousand. <laughs> That's great. And it does. It's the most massive patio. It is. Lots of shade, pretty fountain outside. And even the size of this restaurant, just from the street, you can't tell just how no, big it can't. is. No, you can't. People line up, so you may have to stand in a line if you come at certain times a day. Yeah. I would say there was something very special about the food there, though, in terms of the menu. Tex-Mex, very limited. Tex-Mex is Tex-Mex a lot across a lot of restaurants, but Joe T's had a very interesting enchilada sauce. Do you remember that? Yeah, very. Yeah, it was good. It was like more tomatoey. It was very than good. typically. I don't know. It was really unique. We really liked it. So and they pretty be, much stick to um, fajitas and enchiladas. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Main. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to have a three or four page pages yeah. of choices. And I can also see why frozen margaritas were invented in this area because it's so hot here. Lord have mercy. So, yeah, bring on the frozen anything. But, yes, margaritas are divine here. Yes. 
Um, and then Joe's got a daughter that has a bakery across the street. We didn't get to try it, but Esperanza's is pretty famous too in this area and has a real varied menu between breakfast and lunch. So yeah, their breakfast wanna... menu looked very good. Mm-hmm. If we'd had a little more time. Well, um, I loved a spot that we went to for um, barbecue. And when I say barbecue and you're in Texas, I mean brisket. Oh, yeah, for sure. brisket is king. Yes. In Texas, barbecue. Yes. Um, Angelo's. Yes. Angelo's was uh, started in 1958. Very casual place. Um, but they had a fabulous frozen margarita at a great oh. price. Do you remember? We were like. I don't remember what we paid for it. I but I remember it was I was. $5. Okay. It I was do a think good it, price. I do and think it was, it was very like happy good. hour. Right. Probably. But it was a very large size. <laughs> it was very good. And they're brisket was very good yes so if you are looking for a brisket experience in fort worth i can recommend that one was it um ted nugent that was playing over at the stockyards later that night oh they were playing at um was oh it my ted gosh nugent? i forgot about i can't this. remember who it yes. was but there was some people like pre-partying getting their frozen margaritas for a show that, oh that yes night. that was happening at billy bob's billy bob's which is a huge dance hall yeah um, honky tonk kind of place yeah the largest one in texas and yes. you know everything's bigger in texas so if something's the biggest in texas it's big <laughs> okay so we've covered historic district food let's talk about the cultural district y'all who knew fort worth had such so much to offer in museums many of which were free yes like dc level of free things to do in terms of museums yeah now i do want to say all of these museums are closed on mondays and have a little bit more limited hours on sundays so keep that in mind if you're planning a trip that's a good point um you know if you're only going for two or three days and you're hoping to do this then you may want to go mid to late week yeah not early in the week um but the kimball museum was uh one that we spent some time in lots of well-known name artists works here and a very large impressionist section which larbeth and i monet. both love yes yeah like so actual monet monet picasso yes some names you're def you know you're definitely gonna know and uh we really enjoyed that museum we did. that was fun so and that was one of the free ones mm-hmm as well as the Amon Carter Museum of American Art. Now, I forget sometimes how young our country is until I'm until you're looking, looking at, at American art. like yeah. art. Yeah, until but you come from the Impressionist that era. are yeah, yeah, or even older, you yeah. know, looking at El Greco's. That's and then true. all of a sudden you're in a museum of American art. But it really inspired me just how beautiful and and varied our landscape is in this country it is yeah and this museum has a lot of remington and russell works because they did a lot of american indians and cowboys so it's very apropos it is to have a lot of their works at this museum but um another fabulous experience was that the one with the gift shop that you loved so much is that where you got some jewelry? I believe it is. Yeah, I think you I got think some good jewelry there. Yeah. Yeah. Some Susan Shaw and... Yes. Uh, I don't know. You got a, you had a I few had a good few pieces. fun finds at yes. this. And yeah, I love a museum shop. Well... We didn't go to the Sir Richardson Museum, but it also has a lot of the Charles Russell and Frederick Remington. So if you're a fan of that Old okay. West art, make sure you hit that one as well. Okay. I was so excited, but I had a very different 
perception of what we were walking into when we went to the National Cowgirl Museum and oh, Hall of Fame. My goodness. So, I mean, the theme of this museum, I feel like it sounds like it's just going to be old school pioneer artifacts. Yeah, no. kind of sleepy and, no. and dingy. Think Absolutely a, not. Think again. This place was so creative and innovative. And so, like, as with That's most, the perfect word. It was so innovative. It was so innovative. So, you know, a lot of museums, well, I guess all museums, they have some sort of a traveling exhibit at yeah. all times. Yeah. And so that was the case as well. Uh, this museum, it just celebrates women, past and present, whose lives exemplify the courage and resilience and independence that helped shape the West. And they are there to foster an appreciation of the ideals and spirit of the self-reliance that these cowgirls aspired to. I mean, I was fired up as a woman seeing all of this. I'm like, these women are like physically strong and doing all these amazing athletic things, but still looking feminine in their skirt. Uh huh. Like in dresses. They're sharpshooting. And yeah, yeah. I thought it was so fun. At the end of the museum, they have a photo sort of uh, set up where you can impose your face into like an old western yeah with some of these old yeah uh, sharpshooters yes and we took a photo that was so cute there but yeah it was just really bright and colorful it was just so different than i had imagined at all absolutely i mean this one did have a fee but it was so worth it yeah and um again had an adorable gift shop and I'm, wearing, I'm smiling because you've got something on from the gift shop I'm right this, now my scarf that Lainey got me from the gift shop and it's I wear it all so the cute time on you it's so that gift shop was really cute I could have taken three or four of those scarves because it was remember so we were cute. trying to pick one yeah and then, you and I should trade sometime I haven't worn mine as much as you have but we could trade for a season sure. and you can trade you change it up because <laughs> they were all cute Well, there's a couple other museums we did not hit that are in this cultural district. They have a modern art museum of Fort Worth and the Fort Worth Science and History Museum. Okay, yeah. So, y'all, this could literally be like a fall break trip Mm -hmm. or a spring break trip or something where, you know, yes, you're going to have to pay for um, hotel or whatever, but a lot of these places... Or there's not an entrance fee. Yeah. So um, low commitment, y'all. Yeah, low. and enchiladas aren't that expensive, so you can <laughs> eat enchiladas and, and go see some beautiful art. So we did want to go see one of the world's, excuse me, the, one of the U.S.'s largest botanical gardens because it sits right in Fort Worth. So given the high afternoon temperatures, woo. The garden was updated with their hours. They were closing each day around, I think, like three or something. Yeah. So we went first thing when it was only 88 degrees. Okay. Yeah, Texas <laughs> is next level. But, but it, it was a good botanical garden, right? It's You've been such to a so great, many. I have been to several. I love them. It was, um, you know, some pretty areas that were shaded, like the Japanese garden is mm-hmm. always a wonderful, peaceful place to take a rest and that was a peaceful this is 120 acres yeah so So we did not cover everything and i don't know if membership passes you know or feasible or like a really low price but if i lived in that area i'd probably have to do that because you just have to keep coming back yeah 
for different seasons and to see different things at different times. You can schedule a tour and the people there were just so delightful. They had all these volunteers there working the grounds. Yeah, we happened to get a conversation with the volunteer coordinator and we got our minds blown. Yeah, they said uh, 500 volunteers that put in 20,000 hours last year. Like, that's some commitment. That is, that's quite impressive. So they take... And it takes that kind of uh, help to keep a garden looking looking like it did. I know, it would. So we were very inspired by the age-defying Texans that we saw everywhere. Yes. I mean... On the dance floors of the dance halls, on the um, just lunch breaks that had been working the grant working the land yeah so like ranch lifestyle is age defined apparently must be good for you and we'll do a whole episode i would say in the future on dance halls and honky yeah because in saloons there's just a lot there and that's a whole cultural thing in and of itself we did get to go to the stagecoach ballroom so that was fun but we'll go into all the details of that yeah they were a bit fascinated with us too being from nashville that we were there to hear their music being under 50 yeah i guess under 60 (laughs) yeah i was the second youngest person in the building and larbeth was by far the youngest (laughs) but i mean they were dancing circles around me dancing i mean literally like it was a circle so it was so cute to see some of the couples that you just picture have probably been doing this for 50 years yeah so fort worth we love you, Fort Worth. Showed up, showed out. Definitely, you have proven that you are not Dallas and that you have your own personality. And yeah, I just am so grateful for the way they're preserving their heritage. Yeah. There. They're really showcasing it really well. And like we said when we started the episode, from a planning perspective, I mean, we're not there to be in the day-to-day. But as a visitor, the getting around town could not have been easier. So... We really yeah. appreciated that. And if sure. anybody's got a horned frog down there at TCU, Texas <laughs> Christian, we've given you some fun things to do when you go visit your kid, too. That's so true. Well, tell us about your visits to Fort Worth, if you guys have been, and if we missed any hot spots that we should make sure to hit next time we go. Have a great week, and until then, peace be with y'all on the ranch.